Hey, what's up squad? Hopefully everybody's having a great morning. Welcome to the ADAPT session where we have intrinsic convos on mindset, exercise, and life's ever-changing experiences. With your host, Joe and... Oh, shit. Easy like Sunday morning, man. Just like Lionel Rishi would say. What's up, everybody? It's Mondo. I need, I'm, it's early morning, so I, I've, uh, I think I have energy. Does it sound like I have energy? That sounds like it. How many cups of coffee right. are you doing this morning, bro? Nothing. Oh, that's right. You on that hot chocolate, huh? On that hot chocolate, baby. What kind of hot chocolate is it? Sorry, buddy. So they know where to get it. Starbucks. Starbucks hot chocolate. All right. I'm not a fan myself, but I heard it's pretty good. I know. Your boy likes chocolate. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I had some too. So what we got going on today, Big Mondo? Well, today is going to be an adaptation Thanksgiving, you know? People want to call it a Thanksgiving special if they want, but it's an adaptation Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So happy early Thanksgiving to everybody. We're filming this on a Sunday morning, which is, uh, is this the first time we filmed in the morning? Um, nah, we filmed a couple times in the morning. This is probably like the third time. It's just the winter. Mm -hmm. Everything feels dark right now, so... Yeah, man, we're going to be sharing some uh, some stories today. We're going to be talking about the holiday. And uh, I think Joe, Joe has a good story for us to open up on. So I'll lead the way, Joe, Joe. For sure. I got a, I got a little story um, about the origins of Thanksgiving. But, you know, as I uh, mentioned earlier, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Let's remember what Thanksgiving is about. Being oh, grateful for what we have. Quickly for a moment. Yeah, what's up, big dog? So... When I said easy like Sunday morning, just so people know that that is a reference to Lionel Richie. <laughs> so that's a song that he did. So don't think that I don't know what I'm talking about when I say that. Sorry. No, I think I, I think a lot of people know what you're talking about, Mondo. They they believe in you. I think you're okay. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Go ahead. But happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hopefully we remember what the spirit of Thanksgiving is about, being grateful for what we have, our family, our friends, people in our lives. Um, being grateful for having a roof over your head if you have one, grateful for having food on your table, clothes on your back, and good people around you, and also sharing to sharing what you have to those who may be somewhat less fortunate. That could be a family member, a friend, whatever. Somebody, somebody who just needs a a an ear um, to lend an ear so you can listen to what they have to say. They can get some stuff off their chest. Something as simple as that. You know, to be grateful for what you have and give back. But with that being said, I have a little uh, story about the origins of Thanksgiving, at least what I was told when I was a kid. Don't know what people are learning today in school. But what I was told when I was a kid is that the pilgrims came over on the Mayflower, right, Armando? You remember hearing about this? And uh, they met with um, a certain tribe or group of Native Americans. Let me get that name for you. Let me look at my notes real quick. The Wampanoag. Wampanoag. Thank you, sir. Wampanoag, Native Americans. And they had the first autumn harvest as the pilgrims came over and, and were here for that first year. Um, and they shared food. You know, they shared culture. They shared stories. And most importantly, friendships and time. Um, and unfortunately, what I wasn't told as a kid that I ended up finding out a little bit later as I grow up is that um, something happened. Don't know what. I wasn't there. But 
um, basically a war between the Native Americans and the pilgrims that came over. And it didn't turn out so great for the Native Americans. Um, and that's unfortunate after they just shared a feast and, you know, um, built some friendships together. But it didn't seem like that lasted, just kind of like in real life, right? Sometimes we build some friendships and we have some falling outs. Um, and that leads me to today where I think sometimes, not always, but sometimes we forget about what Thanksgiving actually means when we sit down at our table or we're around the living room with our family or the kitchen, you know, sharing memories, stories, um, conversing with one another. And we forget what Thanksgiving's all about as that's going on because a couple hours later, we're now in line shopping for Black Friday, not even enjoying the rest of Thanksgiving holiday. And then people are fighting in line for who cut them, who was first. People are fighting for, you know, materialistic things like TVs, iPads, cell phones to try to get the best deals. I've actually seen people fight and it's very unfortunate. But my point is, you know, the, the origin of Thanksgiving started off nice, didn't end off so nice. And then now I think Thanksgiving has been very commercialized where we start off knowing the actual traditions of it and what we should be thankful for and that we should give back. And then it completely changes during Black Friday when everybody's like, well, I don't have that TV. I don't have that phone after they just had a nice dinner with their family and said that they were grateful for everything they had. Now they're fighting for all these new things. So it's unfortunate that it's like that. So I see that negative side, but I also see the positive side where I do believe people are thankful, but I think yeah. unfortunately media, uh, you know, like I said, the holiday has been commercialized and it changes a little bit of the concept in our minds. Yeah. And, and we always want more and more and what we have isn't enough. And, and that's an unfortunate side effect that I see. And I wish that we can just focus more on what we have, friends, family, relationships, love, give that back and receive <clears throat> that from our people. You know, it's, you know, it's funny as you mentioned the lines and how people fight in the lines for something mm -hmm. or fighting in the lines just to get into the stores. Yeah. These, people, these lines are happening. These lines are happening, not even in the stores, these are happening to line up outside the store. And not to mention, there's some people out there that are camping out right now as we speak. Just yeah. the TV on our sale. You know what though? Like I said, uh, I've actually been to Black Friday a handful of times because I honestly think it's fun. Like I'll have, I'll have dinner with my fam, kick it with my fam the whole day, whatever the case may be. And then I'll go because it's fun, right? And I'm trying to get some stuff too. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I'm trying to pick up some stuff. But, oh, yeah. uh, I've, I've never gotten into a confrontation with anybody because I felt like somebody cut me in line or it's not even, it's not worth it. It's not worth the, the trouble. It's not. Um, and no. We're going to uh, have more stories about that in a little bit. We'll have, I'm going yeah. to ask you to remember that later on. Cause um, got you. We are going to get to that section and you, you get, you, you know, how stories of, of I never seen, I, I've never been involved in any of the fights, but I've seen a couple of them. And we'll get into it, well, and, I'll, and I'll tell you guys in a, in, a, in a moment. However, what I do want to ask you, Joe, is were you, growing up, were you more of a traditional Thanksgiving meal type of a family, or were you guys, you guys, do you put your own flavor to it? You know what, bro? 
um, we kind of did the half and half thing, man, because like I said, go, you know, growing up here in the U.S. and going to school here, you know, they, they teach you certain things in school. So, you know, I'd go home and, I, and I'm wanting the turkey, I'm wanting the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, right? The pumpkin pie, cranberry sauce, the gravy, all that stuff, right? Like the American traditional Thanksgiving, as they say. But, you know, my family, um, being from another country, um, my family did half and half. They did that part for, for I guess, I guess, you know, uh, to try to, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? To try to fit in, you know, to the American culture, right? To assimilate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's what I was looking for, to assimilate into the culture. So we did, we did a little bit of, of that part for the American side. And then we did, you know, uh, a bunch of traditional, like, Mexican food that we would make on Thanksgiving. So, you know, like tamales, pozole, menudo, whatever the case may be, right? Sometimes my grandma would make uh, buñuelos, which are like these like um, sweet tostadas. And they put like a little bit of brown sugar and like cinnamon on them. They're really good. Yeah, but, you know, so, so, so they do all that for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, so we would, we would have half and half. So not, not just one or the other. So it was kind of cool. It was, it was a cool experience. That's pretty cool, man. I was, we weren't really a uh, traditional Thanksgiving meal type of family, man. We we did a lot of the Nicaraguan dishes. Um, you guys know my family is Nicaraguan. And we've done like uh, some of the dishes that we've done in, uh, for Thanksgiving are like sopa de cola, which is oxtail soup. That soup's hella good. It's, it is great. And it knocks you out though. You have it, you'll probably feel fall asleep nice and easy afterwards. That's the best Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> Let me have some dinner and just pass out on the couch. I'm good. Heck yeah. And um, another one is sopa queso, which is cheese soup. That one's good too. So that one, yeah, that was, and um, that one's going to happen this year too. And uh, uh, we also, and also because my, my brother, my brother's birthday happens and sometimes his birthday falls on Thanksgiving. One of these years, we actually did Bajo. And you were here for that one. That was one of the infamous, uh, that was one of the infamous video of you playing the Wii happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a long time ago. That was fun, though. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that long ago, man, but. It doesn't, but, you know, when I look back and I look at myself, I'm like, dang, dude, I look, I look like a baby. I know, man. You look, you, you only look 40 then. Now you look 30. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so for those who are wondering when I say that, why I say that is because Joe, I've, I've known Joe since uh, we're teenagers. And Joe is, in my opinion, Joe is the real life Benjamin Button. Like the older we get, the younger he looks. And if you look at some of those, if you look at some of those older pictures, he would tell you himself that he looks older than that he does now. Definitely. I didn't, I didn't take care of myself. I didn't exercise as much. Um, I didn't eat well. So yeah, definitely. And um there's just some good times with the uh, family there, you know. I mean, um, we've had some awesome meals, but they're not the turkey. And sometimes we had the mashed potatoes, though. I mean, your boy is a mashed potatoes guy. And, okay. Okay. But, but speaking of turkey, though, I, I this is kind of a throwback to my sister, and I'm sure that if she listens to this, she already knows where I'm going with this, and she's probably rolling her eyes. Let's um, hear. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. Uh, that's when I was really learning about Thanksgiving. And also, when you're a kid, tell me this isn't true. 
Thanksgiving was the was you didn't think much of Thanksgiving. You just thought of Thanksgiving as the okay, Christmas is next. It was just that little gap between Halloween and and uh, Christmas. That's really what we thought of it. It was that little that little gap that in that bridge. I would partially agree with you because I, as a kid, I definitely was looking more to the gifts and the presents for sure, right? Mm -hmm. But I looked forward to Thanksgiving because even as a kid, I loved waking up in the morning, my grandma and my mom being up and they're already cooking the food like hella early, dude, like 7, 8 a.m., sometimes 6. They'd oh, be up already making the, make, making the turkey, making the tamales, the ham, whatever it is they're going to make, right? All the sides. They're up early cooking. The house just smelled the food. Like it smelled, it was, it wasn't just food. It was like love. Like they were up cooking for oh, yeah. the family. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and, and I wake up from bed all warm. I go to the couch and it's cold in the living room. So I take my blanket, just watching cartoons yeah. until the food's done. You know what I'm saying? Or you start watching football when football, when football was on, like those are some good memories. So I looked forward to the family time and the food for sure. Like 100%. And you really start to appreciate it as a teenager, partially because you're a little older. But two, because as a teenager, your appetite like freaking spikes. You're like, you just want to eat everything in sight. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, back to the story. So, kindergarten, we start learning about the turkeys. We start learning the stories about Thanksgiving and turkeys, turkeys, turkeys. That's what you're learning about. That's what you eat. My mom and my uh, grandpa and my sister. And my dad already knew what they were gonna have, but because I kept on driving them crazy, they're like, "Okay, let's get let's get this guy a turkey." Mm. <laughs> so they get the turkey, they cook it, expecting me to want to eat it. No, apparently I didn't want to eat it. I just wanted to see it. Wow! So you didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. I made a big fuss about it just because I learned about it in school and I wanted to see how it looked. And my sister, to this day, will, will ask me, do you want a turkey? Or how would, like, because my sister is, uh, if she wasn't good at what she did, she would, she would be a, um, I'm, I have a lot of confidence in her cooking skills. I, I think that she would be a successful chef. Anna could cook. I've had some of her meals. Yeah, she's, she's, dude, we're spoiled with her food, man. Um, so she, so every now and then when every year that we, we have Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh, thanks for the food. It's great. And she goes, oh, you're welcome, but would you rather have a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Just for decorations, huh? <laughs> I know she's like, or, or or there you go. There's and there's another one that she says. I was like, man, well, there's not really much you can do in terms of like decoration for Thanksgiving. She's like, we could use a turkey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's just getting on you, bro. Oh, uh, dude, she she can be. She is sharp time, man. Hella funny. It was one of the, it's, and it's still like she'll tell whoever. Whoever comes over, she will tell the same story. So it's it's one of it's one of those things like I'll own it. You know, it's like that was a mistake that I made back then. I was I was a little kid. How old were you? You were in kindergarten, you said? I was, a kid. I was like five years old, dude. Come on, man. Like they 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 they, they gotta know at that point, you know, uh 
a little kid's intentions are not always the way that they should be. You know, you're just, no. you were curious. You kept learning about turkeys and turkeys and you never seen one. You were just curious. And it's funny because I don't really eat, the thing that's hilarious though to me, I eat turkey all the time. Ground turkey. If I go to a deli shop, I get a turkey sandwich. Okay. But as far as like actually eating the Thanksgiving turkey and actually eating that big ass turkey, I don't eat it. I'm I'm not gonna lie, bro. The the take the Thanksgiving turkey is like, I I mean I think a lot of people feel this way. Um, that's that celebrated, you know, traditionally. Um, but to me, the the turkey's like the the main thing of the whole meal. Like the sides matter too when you have the right sides. But to me, the the turkey just looks beautiful when it's like golden brown, crispy on the outside, oh, and like nice and juicy on the inside. Like that turkey, bro. Like no, nah, you gotta have it. It's an art. It's an art to cook the turkey, man. Yeah, that's it's a science. It's an art and a science. It's very difficult because if you don't cook it right, then the turkey will come out nice and dry. it'll come out like it won't even come out nice. It'll be dry and I have no flavor to it. My, yeah. One of my cousins actually, she made, she, this was years ago. This is like that same year that you came over for Bajo in uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. She made, she made turkey herself and mm-hmm. she brought it over and she, she nailed it. It was actually a very good turkey. I was like, you know, know what? We don't have it very often, but that was pretty bomb. Oh, way, check out the uh, cup. Kinesiology alumni. Oh, SF State Gators. Shout out to SF State. Kinesiology, baby. Shout out, baby. But yeah, it's it's, it's an art, man. I, I think um, I don't have it as a Thanksgiving tradition every year, but when I when we when our family does have it, it's actually a pretty good meal when you have the actual bird. But it is a but it is an art and a science to actually cook it correctly. Now, question for you. Yeah. Do you okay? So you obviously enjoy having turkey if it's if it's if it's uh, made right, cooked right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you prefer your non-traditional Nicaraguense food as opposed to the American um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving food? Mm. I'm gonna go with yes, because. Okay. The truth is, dude, um, a lot of that Nicaraguan food that we make mm-hmm. is a very special occasion type of uh, type of dish. It's not done on a regular basis. Not done on a regular basis. Sometimes you go years without it. Okay. So with, um, and here's the thing though, my favorite Thanksgiving foods, we usually have anyway. So my favorite Thanksgiving food for me is mashed potatoes and gravy. That's what's up. That's my favorite one. Stuffing is good too. I can say that's more. For some reason, I just feel like that's most kids' favorite. Uh, you know. Yeah, but it, it's a very comforting food. And mashed potatoes, and, and when you make mashed potatoes like from scratch, like you actually break down the potato, it's a different type of uh, texture. Oh yeah, I do not like it from the box. I like actual mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, like real mashed potatoes. And we do that and we just boil the potatoes until they're nice and soft. Take the, take the skin off and you start crushing it. You start hitting it down and you start, it, it's perfect. Have you ever had the potatoes with the skin for mashed potatoes? Because I have. And mm-hmm. to, me, to me, it tastes better, in my opinion. It's actually really good like that. Yeah. As soon as you clean the skin, it's fine. 
Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of nutrients in that skin as well, too. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of value to it. So I think um, as far as face gaming stuff, so you asked me if I prefer the American versus the Nicaraguan stuff. I prefer the Nicaraguan stuff, but at the same time, we always, for the most part, somehow get mashed potatoes in there. So, so let's keep it real as, as Latin Americans, like I, I would say it's fair to say that we like both, bro. Like we got to have a little bit of we our, gotta have a little bit food, of everything. right. And then we got to have a little bit of, of, you know, our, our American food. Like we like both. Let's be real. We've already said numerous times on this show, right? It's not black or white. You can do a little, uh-huh. there's a little bit of gray and everything. Right. So mm-hmm. um, that goes with Thanksgiving tradition and the, the meals and, and it is really cool to have everybody um, together and, and reunite with the family. Because that's my that's my favorite part, bro. Honestly, like like being being a so. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, big dog. But I just want to say this. Good. Okay, you know how anybody who knows me knows I don't like cold weather. Like I don't like it at all. I prefer it to be hot, summer, 90, 100 degrees. That's what I like. You know what I mean? However. I love it when it's cold outside, it's this time of the year, and your family's gathering in the house, you know, family, friends, and I love, this is going to sound weird, but I love the warmth that it brings to me. Yes. Not, not temperature, but you know, like the love that I feel, love, you know, yeah, caring for my family, for just to see everybody together, even if some people may, you know how it is, big dog, you know, some people are going to argue, <laughs> some people are going to get into little disagreements. But it's like it's part of the experience, you know what I mean? It still it still makes me feel good to have all the family together, and that to me that's the best part. And then when we eat, that's just a bonus. Everybody's eating, everybody's full, everybody's passing out throughout the house. Like that's awesome. I love that shit. I've had some, um, and my luckily for my family, uh, there's not a ton of drinkers, mm-hmm. or they go overboard on the drinking. So when they pass out, it's mostly because they, they get, they're in a food coma. But I've heard the stories from friends that are like, man, my uncle's got into a fight and blah, blah, because they were drunk and they they were fighting over the last beer. They were fighting. Um, <laughs> I heard stories about that. And I'm like, man, I, thankfully for me, I don't have to deal with that. But we've had, I've, we like you said, there's there's some moments when the family gets into arguments or some drama starts and it's like Ugh. so I just leave the room and I just go somewhere else. I just hang out with the other part of the family that's just chilling. The ones that are funny though are um when we're playing video games in the in the living room and we're playing Mario Kart and or Mario Party. Oh, that's dope. And someone loses and they're like, motherfucker, you cheated and blah blah blah. Everybody takes it hella serious, huh? Yeah, like, I remember uh, one year, so I I mentioned that my brother has, uh, his his birthday sometimes falls on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) there's one year, I was in high school, I think. So he he comes over, and then we're going to go with him back to his place. So he, and we're going to spend the weekend at his place. So he spent that day with us. He spent that night with us. And him, my sister, and I are playing Mario Kart on the Wii. And my sister and I are kicking his ass. <laughs> my, brother, <laughs> my brother and my brother used to be very good at video games. He would kill me when I was a little kid. 
one of the games that he used to actually kill me in all the time was actually in Mortal Kombat. How the tables have turned. The tables turned, right? And then later, so we started, my sister and I started killing him in the game of uh, Mario Kart. And he's like, <laughs> just sits there. He's like, he's like, he's like, okay, okay. The first thing is like, okay, all right. Three, four, five times later. Man, you know what? Since I'm working now, I don't have as much time to play. So you know what? The guys that win are usually the ones that have too much time on their hands. And my sister and I are like, my sister, hating, huh? <laughs> like, my sister's like, I'm a lawyer. You think I have a whole bunch of time on my hands? Don't get mad because you suck. <laughs> it, was just, it, it was one of the it was one of the like it's moments like that that i i cherish right and that was like i can't like that was back when i was still in high school so um some of those arguments some of those uh some of those moments you just like take with you you just talk start talking trash to your family and those are moments that you cherish right and those are so and then you talk about the desserts, mm-hmm. So you guys have it a little differently in in, in Mexico and we do in Nicaragua. We have we call them buñuelos too, and they kind of look they're they're made out of coconut and yuca. Oh, I gotta try some of that. I don't like yuca though. Can you taste the yuca a lot? No, dude, it tastes it's bomb. It's bomb. You, I gotta I gotta try one. I think you have had it though. They kind of for fun. In a lot of ways, and I get made fun of when I say when I say this, but they kind of look like chicken nuggets. Like chicken nuggets? I don't know. Maybe it's been a while. And, and you dip them, and you dip them in honey and cinnamon. Mm, okay. So Mela makes them all the time. I, I I probably have have had them in the past, and I just don't probably remember. have. Just don't remember. But if you saw them again, you probably remember them. Mm. So yeah, those are those are bomb. Those are some of my favorite. Um, uh, desserts. My sister makes lemon bars. Those are those are awesome. Oh, that's what's up. What are you, what are some of your favorite desserts, man? I mean, I'm not my pumpkin pie kind of guy, but I'll take it. You're not okay. Um, my family has always got that as far as desserts go, like the American traditional desserts. They've got like apple pie, pumpkin pie, you know, and and I which I like. I really like those. So they, you know, those are store bought. I think one year. Um, or a couple years, my brother Rigo, cause he really likes to cook and, and like it, um, he enjoys doing it. Right. It's a, it's like a hobby of his, it calms him down. He enjoys, he enjoys it. All the details. So, it is good. It is therapeutic. Yeah. So he made a, like a sweet potato pie or a pumpkin pie. And I think one year he made like a cheesecake one. Um, and those came out pretty good and he made them from scratch. They came, I, I liked it. He, he did a pretty good job. Um, so that was good. But, uh, traditionally as a kid, um, we would definitely have some Mexican hot chocolate. All the adults would have coffee. All the kids would have like Mexican hot chocolate. And we would either have like buñuelos that my grandma made and my mom. And if my tia was over, she'd, you know, she'd be helping them make those too. My grandpa would help make those too. And he'd help make the tamales too. Um, but we, for, for desserts, the buñuelos, sometimes they just pick up some uh, pan dulce from the store. Um, Cause uh, make, making, you know, making all those desserts, um, cultural food it takes a long time so yeah it does you know so sometimes they don't they don't want to go through that whole process you know they want to enjoy the holidays too they don't want to spend their whole time cooking in the kitchen um yeah, but when they made them we really look forward to them what was that bro 
Oh, man, it wears you out too when you're in the kitchen that long. And you're yeah. Those days. And you're cooking all oh, yeah, for sure. They're working. So I would say just like the pies, you know, buñuelos, sometimes pan dulce we would have in the morning or, uh, or um, like between. So we would wake up in the morning, we have breakfast and then we couldn't eat until, you know, the food was done. Right. Until it was time to eat dinner. So between that time, like a little snack would be like a, a hot, hot chocolate. And then we would have whatever, you know, uh, like, I guess, little dessert or little snack, whatever was around. So that was probably like my favorite, just hanging out, chilling, drinking that, watching, watching football or watching cartoons with my bros, or we'd be playing the video games too. All, all those good stuff, man. We'd be watching like Thanksgiving movies and Christmas movies on TV, you know? Yeah. It's Christmas movies starting up. Another thing that we watch is also football. Yeah. Got to watch football. And, you know, I got to say, now that we're mentioning how long um, it takes to cook and everything, shout out to all of those, all of those people, man. Like for example, my sister and my mom, all those years where they'd spend hours in the kitchen cooking, making sure that we had a Thanksgiving. You know, you're so as a kid, you take it for granted, right? You're just like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, it's whatever. Yep. I realize until you're older, it's like, man, that is serious work that you have to do. Mm-hmm. in order to get those meals ready in order to prepare them sometimes you have to because sometimes you freeze the turkey for example like you freeze the turkey and you make sure you have to prepare it within time and it takes hours for it to cook yep so it's it's a shout out to all of the moms all of the people who are making sure that thanksgiving happens man because it's not don't think that it gets lost on us that it just happens it's something that you have to work on and it's something they have to prepare for. So thank you for that preparation. Shout out to you guys, Toast. Absolutely. Shout out to the moms, the grandmas, the tias. And a lot of the times, the you know, your, your, your dads and your tios, because they'd they be prepping too, man. They'd be helping out in different ways, yeah, you know. Especially if they're single fathers, you know. Yeah. So shout, shout out to all the adults out there that are making it happen for their family, their kids, you know, this year. And we hope that you have a good one, even though, we got some uh, a little bit of struggle and, so, and some tough times that we're going through right now. It's, it's moments like this that we remember what Thanksgiving is about. So, yes, sir. And, and I think, and instead of thinking of it as man, we're quarantined for Thanksgiving, it's more like, you know what? We're with the family that we need. Mm-hmm. We still have food on the table. We have a roof over our heads. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. Let's be thankful for what we have. Absolutely, bro. Because the truth is, this year, I think I think it's safe to say a majority of us wish we could be in a better position. Yeah. Or that it wouldn't we wouldn't be in this situation, but these are the cards that we were dealt. So we need to go forward with it, and we need to embrace it, and we need to approach it as if um, – because the truth is, everything is a blessing in disguise. So I'm not trying to get all preachy on you guys, but it's just, you may not see it now, but you might see it down the road. It's kind of like, and um, this is for another time, but you know, it's like this year, we learned a lot about ourselves. Some people handled it better, some people did not. And I, and I think both of us handled it as well as we could. I, I would agree. And, and we, we really hope that everybody out there, you know, um, like Armando saying, we're, we're pretty fortunate and blessed to be in the position that we're in. So 
me or him, we're not trying to get too preachy as he stated. We're just trying to make sure that we look on the bright side of things because there are some, some positives. There are some positives. So you mentioned earlier Black Friday. Yes, sir. Now we can start getting more into Black Friday. Cyber Black Friday week, I guess what they call it, Thanksgiving week, because nobody's going to the stores in person anymore. There's still some people counting, camping out, I'm sure. Is there stores open like that? I don't think they're going to have it like that, right? Everything's done online this year. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, I guarantee you, I know who will be happy about that, though. Who? The workers. Oh. The workers, they <laughs> like, I'm not going to. They don't want to get involved with that. I mean, I know many people that have worked in retail and they're all like, man, I make them, like they say that they get a higher bump in pay during those days, but they're like. It's crazy, right? They're, they're like, they say that it's so insane that they have to get therapy afterwards sometimes. Stop, stop it. <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends, she goes, <laughs> she used to work over in Macy's over in, uh, in Union Square in San Francisco. Oh, that yeah, that one's different. So she would she would talk to she would always be like, I was like, Are you still working at Mason? She's like, Yes. And I talk, <laughs> and I remember we're in class and um, we're about a week away from uh, Thanksgiving. I'm like, You're not working Black Friday, are you? She's like, Do you want me to punch you? And she, I'm like, I guess that's a yes. Well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, they they may okay see so so this is this is the things that we took for granted right yeah. of course black friday is going to be crazy of course it is right all these sales going on people trying to buy gifts for their family for christmas or get themselves something like we like we talked about as long as people don't overdo it there's there's nothing wrong with going out enjoying yourself going shopping nothing wrong with that as long as you know you don't get into any scuffles any any arguments you know you don't need to get into any battles with people everybody's there to do the same thing get stuff for their friends and their family with that being said, this is this is the point that I was trying to uh, um, that I'm trying to make. Now that people are not working because of what's going on, they probably wish, dang, this was the busiest time of the year for me when I got a, a bump in pay and I worked overtime because of Black Friday. Maybe a week, two weeks leading up to Black Friday to prepare for it, and now I'm not working, and and I'm not making any money. The something this small. That we that we took for granted that we didn't want to work Black Friday. We know we kept we kept looking at it like, oh, there's have to deal with all these people. Now we're like, man, I took that for granted. I wish I had a job. I wish I had the opportunity to work. Yeah, true. And I, I, I wish I could take that back. And you know what's funny was um you just mentioned working, man. We so we'll get back to, we'll get back to that in a moment, but Black Friday. I usually try to avoid Black Friday because you always heard horror stories about it. And like you've seen pictures around, like, you know, I ain't dealing with that crowd. Well, let's see, three years ago, uh -huh. I was in, I want to say it was biomechanics. In class? Yeah, I was. Let me get to it. Okay. So I would say I was taking biomechanics that semester. I want to say this was during when biomechanics. So you always, so I'm, we've mentioned it before in the archives when, when we had Johnny Yell here. You asked me about biomechanics and 
it's not that I'm not interested. It's just that when we had the class, it was so disorganized. We had no idea what the hell we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had this project that we had to do. And we had to use some of the equipment on campus. And uh, the problem was we, none of us had any of the equipment. So we had to borrow the, we literally had to go and borrow the laptops on campus because those are the ones that had the programs and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So my partners and I were freaking out because going into Thanksgiving break, the project is due the Monday that we come back from the, uh, from the holiday. And then we gotta do the final project. So we're all, we're panicking and we're, we're so sleep deprived that we don't even think about the fact that we have to turn, we're not even thinking about the fact that this is Thanksgiving week. So campus is still open. The, the library is open 24 hours over there. And they, they're not open on Thanksgiving day, but the day afterwards, it is open. And For librarians. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's security out there too. So we had, um, so two of my partners actually lived on campus. So they lived right, right, right over there, right, uh-huh. right close. Or they, they either lived on campus or they lived pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, can let's meet that Friday after Thanksgiving. Let's meet on let's meet this Friday. We're not even thinking about Black Friday. Until the night before, which is Thanksgiving night, we're like, mm-hmm. oh crap, it's Black Friday. So um my partner comes up with a genius idea. Let's meet early in the morning. So when I say early in the morning, we're talking, I left the house around 5.30. And um, so yeah, we were gonna, we're gonna be, she wanted to meet up. So it's still dark outside. She's like, let's meet up early because there's gonna be some people here on campus. And also let's, if we're here early, we could probably miss out on the, uh, on the, it'll probably be, uh, we'll probably avoid the Black Friday crowd. Wrong, dead wrong. So on a ride that usually takes maybe 20 minutes, I'm caught in traffic for two hours. Just to get to the school library? Just to get to the school library. You do live kind of far though. From campus, not too far. Not too far? Not too far. What is it? Normally it's like, what would you say, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes? 20 minutes max. Okay. It and it took you two hours? Damn, bro. So we're, so yeah, we were caught on 19th Avenue over by Stonestown. And it took me forever to get over there. I'm like, like the traffic jam was bad. And this is at 5.30 in the morning when you left your house. But, but again... This is in the city, bro. The cities ain't no joke. You're coming from Daly City to go to SF State. It's so condensed. There's so many people. So, and I was so grateful that I was taking an Uber instead of, um, if I was taking a regular taxi, who knows how high that fare would have gotten. 
Because Uber well, has a few You took an Uber? Yeah, I took an Uber that day. Oh, lucky. Smart move. Yeah, because the parking was, was insane. I wasn't going to risk doing all that. So I was just... So I went over there, took an Uber, and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, because I almost took a regular taxi. Uh-huh. Because I wasn't getting much of a service for uh, for Uber until later. And then eventually I did. But man, dude, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, this is a regular taxi. They'd be charging me for the wait time. Yeah. Because the fare would just keep going up when you're waiting in traffic. That would have that been a big bill. That would have been a huge bill. So I was like, thank you for Uber. And then it took two hours. But the thing that I remember most, so we're stuck on uh, 19th Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the parking lot over by the uh, Nordstrom. And uh, the Nordstrom area. And I'm just looking at it. Because at the time, Target wasn't open yet. I'm looking at it, bro. I, I kid you not, dude. There was fights breaking out in the parking lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, 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 uh, I believe it. <laughs> I'm like, they're not selling. Can you imagine if they sold electronics there at the time? I believe it, bro. People, people so, get wild, bro. So I was listening. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm watching these people. They're fighting. They're jumping each other, trying to get, get deals going. But there was an Apple store there, so some people were trying to steal iPads and laptops and and uh, AirPods and shit like that. So it was one of the more um, surreal things that I was watching. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there talking with the driver. He's like, man, he goes, I'm not going to lie to you. Driving, driving you guys around is okay, but I am so happy that I'm not in the stores right now. He goes. He goes. There's too much insanity going on right now. So it, it was. It was a surreal experience to actually watch all those people fighting outside. And when I finally got, and the part that was, that made me laugh. I can laugh at it now. At the time, I wasn't happy about it. Finally, get to campus, get to the library. We're in. We're on campus. Less than a half hour. And I'm like, that's it? That's all we're going to do? Yeah, that's all we needed. You guys could have do, done a Zoom call. We, yeah, we did. I don't even think Zoom was existing back then. Oh, Dude, I, think every, I think if everybody knew what Zoom existed back then, we probably would have invested money in it, into it. That was only like three years ago, right? Zoom. I'm pretty sure Zoom was around. Yeah, and if I knew about it, I would have invested in it before the semester. Or, or FaceTime. I mean, most pe- most people out here have iPhones. Yeah, she, yeah. The, one of my partners was a didn't like, does not like Apple. So, is this something y'all could have done over the phone? That sucks. No, we had to use some of the pro. We, we had to use some of the equipment. Well, I mean, that's three years ago, so it doesn't matter now. But I'm just saying that's you were stuck in two hour traffic. You seen some wild. Some wild stuff going on in the parking lot. We had to use. We had to use. Um, we had to use some. This equipment for that's only on campus. So, well, like, like a computer or something, or you, were you guys in like? Uh, one, of them, one, of, one of them is a computer, a laptop that has like a track. It's this. It's this uh, program called Tracker. 
So yeah. we can download that, right? Okay. But the other equipment, that's, it's kind of like a motion capture type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're the only ones that had it. Oh, I see. Okay. So we couldn't do that. We couldn't, we couldn't do this. We couldn't do the project without it. You needed to be on campus to do that. Got gotcha. you. And it measures VO2. And then there was another one that we had to use that you had to use your VO2 max. And they're the only ones that had that in the lab. Oh, for sure. That's, that's high tech stuff. But hey, I mean, it, yeah, it, you were that dedicated to your school, bro. You were that dedicated. You sat in two hour traffic on Black Friday to be at school to get something done that only took 30 minutes. Hey, okay, man, when it comes to me, man, and I have my mindset under something, you ain't stopping me. <laughs> that's, that's dedication, big dog. That's, and I like to think that I'm one of those people that, uh, that doesn't, there's, there's three, I'm going to quote Bruce Pritchard on this one. There's three types of people. Those that I'm going to try, those that will give it a shot, and those that will make it happen, uh, those that will, they're going to make it, they're going to make it happen regardless. It's like, it's going to get done. So that's, that's how I approach this pod, this podcast, man. I'll give a red test. If it's two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, or we're recording the daytime, late night, we're going to record and we're going to make sure that this comes out to you people. What's up? I like that. I like that. You got, you got any other uh, stories for us that you've been through on Black Friday? On Black Friday? No, but I do have a funny one. Uh, um, so not long after you guys left that year for my brother's birthday. Okay. Not even not even after. It was still in the middle of it. So while we're playing the video games, um, some of my cousins were were just looking at their watches the entire time. And the entire time they're doing this, it's like, oh, the food was great. And they went straight to, to the local mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. You they went that night. They went that night. They didn't do it in the morning. They, they went that night. So there's some people, man, that there's some people that, that, that go to, they're like, oh, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. And then snap of a finger. It goes from being thankful to what can I get? And I think, and I think you can agree that Black Friday, in a lot of ways, is a metaphor for what's ha- what happened at one point with Thanksgiving. Explain. Well, this is something that you were telling me at one point, so I figured that you should tell the story. Are you are you referring to what we talked about at the beginning? Yeah with um, the Native American tribe and um, the pilgrims? That's what you're talking about? Yep. Ah, okay. The first Thanksgiving, 1621, right? How they have the first autumn harvest. They share a meal. They gather together, just like I mentioned in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not, I don't know exactly what happened. I just know that it didn't end well for the Native Americans. A war broke out. And the pilgrims basically pillaged and took all the resources from the Native Americans, moved in on their land, you know, 
uh, enslave their children and all these other horrible things happen, right? But I don't know how exactly that started. I just know that it happened, um, which is a very unfortunate. Um, but to, to bring it back around to what you're talking about, I do have to say this. Um, I don't think that people that enjoy Thanksgiving with their family and then go out Black Friday shopping is necessarily a bad thing. I, no, it's not. I, think, I think for some people that's become kind of a tradition, right? And there's nothing wrong with that too because they're trying to get, you know, good, nice gifts for their family, for their friends. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, of course. The, the only time it becomes a problem is when people start fighting with each other for items that they want at the store. After they were just talking about being grateful, there's nothing wrong with, with wanting more and doing it the right way. But when you start fighting with people for whose spot, you know, who's ahead of you in line, somebody's taking the last um, uh, electronic device or whatever materialistic thing that you wanted to get somebody, hey, if it's the last one, it's the last one. But when you start fighting with people and it starts to get to that point, that's where I'm like, that's, that's too much. Like, that's unnecessary. But to go out shopping, I've actually been shopping, like I told you, on Black Friday. And I haven't got into altercations with anybody. I'm respectful. I'm polite. I let people go ahead of me if they were ahead of me. And if it's the last one, if I don't get what I was there to get, it is what it is. But I actually enjoy being out. It was cool. Do the shopping. Um, I enjoy being around people, you know, as long as they're not doing all that crazy stuff. And I have seen a lot of fights before myself in line, in the parking lot and in the store. But it wasn't the majority of people. It's a handful of people that make, you know, Black Friday look crazy, but it's really not like that from what I've seen. No, it's, not. And it's, it's, it's not like that. So, you know, just to be fair, but as I was saying earlier at the beginning, it has been commercialized to where people think that that's what it's about. You know, the, the, yeah. the day after Thanksgiving, <clears throat> shop, the Black Friday, and it shouldn't be like that. No, it shouldn't. And, and, and you know, what's crazy is that um, you talk about like people fighting for the lines and so forth. The worst, the crazy ones to me are the ones that are fighting to get in the building. It's like, it's like you guys are fighting just to enter a building before somebody else. It's like, you gotta chill. Yeah, the, the reason why is because they're afraid that all these people that are ahead of them are gonna jump to the things that they wanna get. So they gotta be the first one in the store. You know what I mean? So so, so they can get it first. And it just, totally. it just becomes too crazy, man. Like, like, you know, just single file line, let people go. I mean, if you got there ahead, you did. If you didn't, it is what it is. Find something else. I will ask you this, though. It's a mentality. I will ask you this. What's up? You've done this before. I've done this before. Those who haven't say they haven't done this are lying. Last minute things, last minute Christmas shopping. I would actually say that last minute Christmas shopping is more insane than uh, Black Friday. We'll save that for the Christmas episode, but yeah. But let me just ask you, but what do you, what do you think though? Would you say what what do you think with that? that? Just on that part. Mm. <clears throat> okay. As far as like crowds and you talking about in more insane, like, like uh, more frantic, yeah. people getting into it, I would say no, but I would say for individuals and individual groups that are going out, of course you're frantic because you forgot to get this person a gift or you couldn't find it and you want to make sure you get them what they wanted for Christmas, right? So they can have a great Christmas. 
You know, I think did help it a lot though, is well, when everything went online. Yeah, that does help. But sometimes things get on back order because so many people ordering online. But um, it, it did help the uh, um, the number of people that are going out. You know, so so that it's not so uh, hectic. Like I honestly, because I, I heard stories from uh, from my professor, like one of my professors is like, "Man, you should have been here in the '80s and seen oh, yeah. the again." He's like, you should have seen Black Friday in the '80s. If you think it's bad now, you should have seen it back then. Like back then, there was no internet shopping, so everybody had to go to the stores and actually get the stuff themselves. Well, there you go. So, so I'm like. So it, it was something that um, it was something that we we discussed it and uh, like it, it's something that I um, I don't always think about too much because when if I do Black Friday shopping, I usually just do it online. I don't, I don't really think about the crowds or going seeing them myself. But I will say this that uh, I don't know if you. I'm sure that as it, so now we're, people keep on asking us, it's like, man, you guys have been getting a little heavy lately. What's up with the stuff about the fitness? Well, this is where fitness coach Armando and Joe come out. So people are asking us fitness advice about how to handle the, the holidays. So we're about to give you some of that right now. The first thing, and Joe will agree with me on this one is stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the biggest challenges at this time of year is that because it's cold, people don't want to drink their water because the water's cold. So we got, I got a little bit of a, a little bit of a hack for you. So when you get your water, put a little bit of, keep the water to lukewarm. So put a little bit of hot water in there, not a lot, and not tea. So let me emphasize that especially, okay? Do not, I'm not saying half tea because tea will still make you, will dehydrate, will dehydrate you even more. So you get some hot water, keep the water lukewarm so your body will be more welcoming with the water because you still want to, stay hydrated during this time, especially if you're about to indulge in a massive meal. How would you, how would you feel about that one, Joe? Yeah, it keeps your metabolism processes going. You have to stay hydrated. And usually when it's cold outside, we don't drink as much water, just, just water. We're either drinking something warm, something hot, some tea, some coffee, whatever else you guys got going on, hot chocolate. We're not drinking enough water, all right? And I've caught myself doing this as well right? Because your, your body's not fighting to keep cool. You're not perspiring. You're like, oh, I don't need to drink as much water. Your body's fire, uh, uh, trying to keep itself warm. So it's the complete opposite. Yeah. So we don't drink enough water during this time. Armando's tip about drinking lukewarm water will help. Room temperature or lukewarm is nice. So you can stay hydrated. It's not the same as drinking tea. You got to just drink some water. All right. So that's the first thing that'll help. You know, they fired up during this time. So you want to keep hydrated for sure. And like we said, do not, that does not, just because I'm telling you to have a little bit of warm water does not mean tea. I can't emphasize that enough because <clears throat> if you're exercising during this time, one of the things that you'll notice 
it's harder for your body to perspire, right? Part of that is because it's cold and your body's just trying to stay warm, but at the same time, you're also more likely to be dehydrated in this time. So you want to have, you, you guys want to have water. You guys really want to stay hydrated during this time, especially because let's be real. A lot of those, a lot of those um, Thanksgiving meals, man, they're not exactly the most healthiest. You're probably going to have a lot of sugar, not sugar, but well, maybe some sugar, but a lot of salt, especially. So that's going to make you even more thirsty. So you want to have, you want to be able to maintain your metabolism. You want to be able to stay hydrated during this time. And uh, Joe, Joe had this other suggestion too. He said, while you're waiting for your food, that's when you load up on water as well. Yeah, just, just throughout the day. And you know what's another one too? Yeah. So I don't expect everybody to, to make, you know, quote unquote, healthier Thanksgiving food. Like, as you were saying, don't put so much salt in it. Be careful with the seasoning, um, you know, watch how much sugar you put in the desserts. If you're making them from scratch, that's fine. I don't expect everybody to pay attention to all that because yeah. it's Thanksgiving. You want to indulge. You want to enjoy the holiday with your family. You want to drink. You want to eat. It's all good. So another suggestion that I have for my clients personally is leading up to Thanksgiving about seven to five days out, eat lighter meals, go, go a little bit lower on your, on your calories, right? Don't eat so heavy, eat more vegetables, you know? So that way on Thanksgiving, you can enjoy, you know, uh, loading up on, on the starches, loading up on the desserts as you're going to do regardless, drinking a little bit more. And everything will balance itself out because prior to Thanksgiving, you dropped your calories, you ate lighter foods, you ate more vegetables. So come Thanksgiving, you can enjoy, you know, your first plate, probably your second plate. There you go. And, and that makes a difference too, because so if you guys are asking, it's like, what can we do for a lighter meal? So we'll, we'll give you some examples right now. So we know over here in the house that the, the cheese soup is going to be a little on the heavier side. So what we're doing right now is every meal that we're doing, we have, we're having solids right now, right? So the other day we had paprika chicken with a little bit of rice and some spinach, some spinach Caesar, spinach Caesar soup, salad, I'm sorry. Some salad, not soup. And we, so we had every meal that we had, it was, it always had a, it always had a salad with it. It was very heavy based on the, uh, on the, on the veggies. There's a lot of greens involved. So that's what we are doing up leading up to the holiday. So this week we're going to do bread and tilapia with some broccoli. Bread and tilapia with some broccoli and a little bit of salad. Throw a little bit of spring mix, etc. Right. We're going to do, and then we're going to have salmon. And then we're going to do that with a, with a cucumber, sliced cucumber and red onion salad. Sounds great, man. So, I mean, very light meals, very filling meals, but they're not going to be very, but they're not going to be overwhelming. And also not only that, but it'll also help us, will also help us with the filtration and the digestion. 
So it won't be so, um, what's the right word? When you have the, uh, when you have the heavy stuff on Thanksgiving, it won't hit you hard. It won't hit you. It won't overwhelm you. It won't mess your system up. You'll be able to. You'll be able to digest it, break it down. Break it down a little easier. You won't be sweating. You won't be sweating just trying to digest it. Absorb the nutrients and discrete whatever you need to discrete, whatever your body doesn't need. So leading up. So yeah, that's that's good. That won't happen, however, everybody, if you don't stay hydrated, if you don't stick to the water. Water is the most important one, man. You guys, you got to stick to that water. That will help you. And then you can you can drinking enough water. Obviously, not just the day of Thanksgiving, but prior. You know that five seven day thing. You should always be drinking enough water. But we realize not everybody does that. That's all right. So. Five to seven days prior to Thanksgiving, you're, you're drinking plenty of water every day. You're eating lighter meals, as Armando was suggesting. That way, Thanksgiving dinner comes, Thanksgiving Day, and you can indulge in everything that Thanksgiving has to offer, right? Friends, family, food, drink, enjoy yourself, and it's not going to hurt you that bad. You may be a little bit um, uh, bloated the next day, but that'll go away. You'll be okay. Yeah, it, it could be worse. If you're a little bloated, then, that's so, then, then you're kind of getting away easily. Yeah. But it, there's, we're not telling you not to indulge. We're not telling you guys not to drink. We're not telling you guys not to have the dessert. We're just saying, have the right approach to it, you know, because you can't just be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to eat like crazy in the week leading up to it. And then I'll be fine. It'll be, I'll be ready for it by the time the holiday comes. And then your body, your system is just jack. You, you jack your system when you're doing that. So you have you have to um, you can't overwhelm your system. You can't just be. It. Think about it as in. Think about it as gasoline for your car. You can't be like use regular. You can't use regular gas on one day, and then out of nowhere. Or you can't be like using premium gas on one one day, and then the next day you come in with regular gas and expect the same thing. It's going to mess up your car, right? It's going to mess up your system. So you want to have, so you want to really, you, you have to think of your body that way. It's a system that you have to take care of. If you want your body to take care of you, you got to take care of your body. And there's some people that have also asked me, and I'm sure they've asked you too, Joe, what are some food replacements that they can do for the, or what's, what are ways that you can make the Thanksgiving meal a little healthier? Definitely. I've had that. Definitely. Um, if I may, um, so turkey's good, right? Lean protein. If you like, if you like the dark part of the meat, like I do, cool. Um, but turkey's lean, lean meat, lean protein. Try to, try to pick one out that comes from organic pasture raised area or a wild turkey, if you can. Always the best, right? Mm -hmm. um, instead of making mashed potatoes, I know everybody loves them, but instead of making mashed potatoes, you can make cauliflower mashed potatoes if you have a food processor at home. Simple recipes that you can Google. So, or you can also, sometimes my family's done this where we make half mashed potatoes. And then uh, because I have a handful of people in my family that are diabetic, we make half cauliflower mashed potatoes and we kind of mix them in just so it's not so heavy, right? Get a little bit of- good. And that's a good mix too. Mm -hmm. um, another one is making homemade cranberry sauce. Again, if you have a food processor, you know, buy some cranberries from the store and it's very simple. There's some recipes online, Google them. It's actually very quick. Um, another thing everybody can do, can do is not be so heavy on the drinking, 
drink drink throughout Thanksgiving. You know, don't just be slamming shots and beers or whatever you guys are drinking. Don't be slamming them. Just sip on it throughout the day so you can enjoy yourself and you're not do, do, doing too much drinking. And in between, try to drink that water that we were talking about. And then most importantly, very simple, just be aware of how much you're consuming and what you're consuming. You got to pay attention. If you just pay attention to that, you'll be okay. And it'll teach you a little bit of self-discipline as well, which is what most people need that overdo it on the holidays and end up gaining anywhere from seven to 15 pounds from the time of Halloween to New Year's. And then here comes a New Year's resolution. So let's try to avoid that so that you're already doing well and you don't have to start over every time the New Year's comes with a new New Year's resolution. If you stay on track, you got nothing to worry about, you know? You'd be good. You're good. You don't have to be like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do a crash diet, I gotta do et cetera. It's like, no, if you're taking you can indulge as long as it's not as long as you keep a balance, right? Like if you're able to, if you, so for example, for us, we clean the entire week. We, we have, we have a very, we don't consume a ton of calories. We don't consume highly processed food. So if we know that we're on track, we're okay. Because that's just an indulgence because we're pretty much dedicated to our nutrition. It's not, a, we don't look at it as a diet. That's just our nutrition. So that if we're dedicated to it, one day that we indulge is going to be okay. But at the same time, there is a risk when it comes to you indulging because you want to get your body used to the fact that, hey, I'm, you're about to indulge and sometimes it can overwhelm you. So you want to be mindful of that that's the only thing that comes that's the only thing that kind of sucks about um when you're eating clean and stuff like that because you want to have a meal that you're some junk food that you really that you really crave but you know that when you have it you're going to pay for it so that's the only thing that we warn you about that that's the reason why we tell you be mindful of what you're eating and, and take care of yourself before the holiday and then when the holiday comes just go nuts at the same time be careful and the drinking because sometimes the drinking is what makes you more sick yeah usually the drink is what, what gets more most most people uh you know you drink um and it increases your appetite so while you're drinking you get hungry you eat more and more and more and that, that's where it gets you so watch out with the drinking stay hydrated enjoy those meals uh, you know, that lovely food, enjoy that time with your family, enjoy the desserts, and remember what Thanksgiving is about. And if you're going Black Friday shopping, awesome. Just do it politely, do it respectfully, be courteous to those around you because they're there to do the same thing. And you guys will have an awesome experience. Obviously, nobody's going out this year. So we're going to be in and we're going to be ordering online. But, you know, just remember what Thanksgiving is about, you know, being grateful for what you have and giving back to your family to your loved ones and those if if you're in the position to give to give those who are that are less fortunate than you but with that being said let's finish up with the way that we think we finish up thanksgiving before well before people go crazy and go to black friday huh. <laughs> what are you thankful for big jojo 
man, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for being in the position I'm in my career, my clients who believe in me so that I can train them. I'm thankful for my family, for my friends, for I'm, I'm really, really thankful and blessed to always have good people in my life, man. I'm, I'm really lucky that I always meet some good people in my life. Um, and some, some, something or someone out there is looking out for me because I'm always in a pretty good position. Even when I'm in trouble, somehow I make it out. Yep. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, and my heart goes out to everybody out there who's not doing so well right now during this time. Yeah. Just be, just don't forget and don't overlook what you do have in your life. The good things like your family, your loved ones. And I'm sure there's plenty of other things, but to me, those are the most important to me. Um, so that's what I'm grateful for. And I'm also grateful for you, big dog doing this podcast with you. Thank you for asking me to be on it. Um, cause I, I honestly enjoy doing it. I hope people enjoy listening to us and listening to what we got to say. Um, we'll, we're going to keep coming out with some better content for you guys. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy that. So thank you. That's what I'm grateful for. Um, like, uh, Joe, um, I'm great. So we want to just give a shout out to those people who are having a hard time right now. And we just want to let you guys know that what's the, what's my favorite line that my mentor taught me? The comeback is always greater than the setback. So be, be ready, you guys. I know it's hard to see sometimes, especially right now, because there's, there's a, the shutdown is happening again and cases are rising, but stay safe. Keep your heads up, keep your heads up. It won't, we'll, uh, we'll get through this. And as far as what I'm thankful for, I'm grateful for my family, my sister, my sister-in-law, my mom, my brother. And I consider you, you're my family too, man. You're my brother too. So you already know, Bimondo. you guys, I'm grateful for the community that we have over at our gym, Body Mechanics. I'm grateful for all of them. Grateful for the clients. Um, grateful for for people who, who have supported me like uh rose and maggie and had my back i'm appreciative to you guys and uh like my, my like my boy said man i'm grateful for this podcast this was something that um we just started this year and i can't believe that we're about to end the first season of the, the adapt session i know right Trip. crazy to think about isn't it uh we're about to finish season one and uh we got something special coming up for you guys and um and i want you guys to know that i'm <clears throat> anyone who's listening to this I'm, I'm really grateful that you guys are giving us your time and listening to what we got to say and the feedback is great we're, we're just getting started we're just getting started so we We'll give, let's give you guys a preview. What, we're, what do you say, Joe? We should give them a little preview, right? Nah, let's make it a surprise. You wanna oh make it a surprise? Yeah, let's make it a surprise. All right, so stay tuned, you guys, cause this is gonna drop a couple of days before Thanksgiving, but in the week, maybe another, another week away, keep your eyes peeled on a, 
on an announcement we got because we got quite the event coming up and I think Joe Joe and I are still trying to Joe and I are still putting it together we, we got something big coming up for the the season finale we got some good stuff coming y'all just stick with it coming we got some enjoy it and you guys will, will enjoy it we'll, we'll have some fun with it um this um Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving is a wonderful holiday and since we're having fun, that means that it's over. And who better to end it than the guy who always leaves early? Get us out, JoJo. I got shit to do. I'm going to see y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Let's go.